Good evening, this is Mandy Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News. The mayor of Messina requested a road improvement during the Cass County Board of Supervisors meeting. Katie Saluk has more on this. Messina Mayor Phil Sykodjan urged for assistance on Messina Road during the Cass County Board of Supervisors meeting on Tuesday. The city of Messina is looking to minimize traffic from heavy trucks through their main street. Sykodjan presented the idea, which includes rerouting trucks through Clark Avenue and overall avoiding Main Street. Sykodjan explains the reason behind this decision. And what our intentions were when we did Clark Street was to move all of that truck traffic off of our main street and put it on Clark Avenue. It's, it's twofold. One, it's tearing up our, our main street, but secondly, from a safety standpoint. You're having trucks coming down there, and, and if there was brake issues or anything else in the, in the winter, if it was slick, they slide in, you know, you're going right down through our main business district, and we would like to eliminate that. In Messina, Main Street is used by trucks daily to transport heavy loads at a suggested minimum of 10 trucks a day. To resolve this issue, Psychogen presented an idea to update Clark Avenue. What we would like the county to, to consider is taking Park Avenue from our corporate limits to Highway 148 and redoing it, widening it, paving it, doing something with it. Uh, because in its current condition, when we start putting heavier truck traffic on it, it's, it's going to have a bearing on it. Psychogen also stated that since Clark Ave has such a sharp edge curve near the base of East Cedar Street, trucks do not extensively use it. The mayor also mentioned that the city was looking to pass an ordinance for a weight limit on the main street to force trucks to use Clark Ave. The board quickly retaliated, letting the mayor know that as long as Main Street is designated as a farm-to-market road, there cannot be a weight restriction. We just spent over a million dollars here a few years ago getting Main Street fixed up, and it's being tore up by heavy truck traffic. Right. But as long as it's a farm-to-market road, you can't restrict it. You can't restrict it and until you get it off the farm-to-markets. The board explained that if Psychogen and the city of Messina would like to remove the farm-to-market road, it would require a surrender of an estimated $9,000 in funding for the road, as well as attending a quarterly meeting with the farm-to-market board. From the city's standpoint, and I'll speak for the city, we'll give up that $9,000 to get that off of a farm-to-market designation, simply because that $9,000 doesn't even begin to repair the damage that gets done to our main street that we have to take and fix. While no decision was made, the board discussed working with the Cass County engineer, Trent Wolken, to determine possibilities, as well as meeting with the DOT. Due to the potential removal of a farm-to-market road, the county would also need to find a replacement road to receive that FTM funding. The board also discussed potentially adding this project to the five-year road plan. And I'm Katie Saluk reporting. Montgomery County Engineer Karen Albert is applying for a 500000 surface transportation block grant to help fund the overlay project on H-34. Albert appeared in front of the Montgomery County Board of Supervisors this morning. She says this project has been on the five-year plan for quite a while. The board approved the application by unanimous vote. Supervisor Donna Robinson read the resolution. That at least 20% match is being provided via Montgomery County's grant is awarded, guaranteeing that the improvements will be maintained by Montgomery County, authorization to submit the proposed project for state federal grant 
whereas the application for the FY 2024 STBG and supporting documentations are attached. Therefore, be it resolved that the Montgomery County Board of Supervisors authorizes submittal of the attached application FY 2024 STBG funding for Montgomery County. Additionally, Karen Albert reported the Roads Department is cutting brush throughout the county and applications for a truck driver position are being taken until Tuesday, January 2nd. Albert reported work continues on the 250th Street Bridge project. The Audubon School Board approved a superintendent sharing agreement at Monday's meeting. School Superintendent Eric Traeger, who announced his retirement effective June 30th, says the new contract is a two-year 50-50 sharing agreement between Audubon and Exira EHK with Superintendent Trevor Miller. We just feel like this is a great opportunity to work with, with the Exira Alcorn Kimbleton School District. Logistically, that's the district that makes the most sense for us to share upper-level management superintendent position um, and maybe some other positions on down the road. Um, so, you know, we're excited to have Trevor on board in Audubon and we're excited to uh, move our relationship forward with Xyra Elkhorn-Kimbleton. Traeger said when districts choose to share upper management positions, they are entitled to sharing dollars from the state. For both Audubon and Xyra Elkhorn-Kimbleton, that, that dollar amount, um, and it varies a little bit depending on district, but it's around $69,200 um, for each district. Um, so when you look at the cost of a superintendent, obviously the highest paid employee in the district, um, and each district is able to reduce you know, their superintendent expenditure by that amount, it makes it very economically feasible for uh, districts to, to do that and reduce the cost of that um, position. The agreement is pending the decision by the Exira EHK School Board that is meeting tonight. If approved, Mr. Miller would begin his duties as shared superintendent between the two districts district starting on July 1st. Griswold School Superintendent Dave Henrick shared with the school board on Monday night data presented by the school administrators of Iowa about the many open teaching positions statewide. Henrick says the data came from a survey covering all school districts in Iowa. He said 80% of the school districts responded to the survey. The data shows 1,000 open teaching positions statewide at the start of this school year. Henrik says because 20% of the district did not respond, the total number may reach 1,200 to 1,300 openings. As we prepare for the upcoming legislative session, we need to make sure that we express our concern and try to work together with different groups to do things to entice people to the educational field. Because if things don't change, it's probably going to be more and more difficult, not only for Griswold School District, but all schools across Iowa. Dave Henrick said the survey also showed over 800 teaching positions filled by non-highly qualified educators. He says to throw in the 20% non-respondents, probably about 1,000. The survey showed that the number of non-certified staff openings, such as bus drivers, paraeducators, and custodians across the state, was 1,500, probably closer to 2,000. Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley made a campaign stop at the Eric and Tammy Whitman Farm northeast of Atlantic this morning. Nikki Haley is an American politician and diplomat who served as governor of South Carolina from 2011 to 2017 and the 29th United States ambassador to the United Nations from January 2017 through December 2018. Haley said she didn't need to talk about how bad things are. She said everyone is feeling it when they go to the grocery store, when you're paying your mortgage payment or insurance payment. It has all gone up. And I would love to tell you Biden did that to us. 
And he set us down this socialism creep that's dangerous, that we have to end. But I've always spoken in hard truths, and I'm going to do that with you this morning. Our Republicans did that to us, too. You go look at that $2.2 trillion COVID stimulus bill that they passed with no accountability. They expanded welfare that has now left us with 100 million Americans on Medicaid, 42 million Americans on food stamps. That's a third of our population. And did Republicans try and make it right? No. They opened up earmarks and pet projects for the first time in 10 years, pushing through 7,000 of them last December. Nikki Haley said it's time to get to work and fix it, and she would start with the economy. The first thing we do is we call back the $100 billion of unspent COVID dollars that are out there. Yep. Instead of 87,000 IRS agents going after middle America, go after the hundreds of billions of dollars of COVID fraud. One out of every $7 was spent fraudulent. Haley said she would stop the spending, eliminate the earmarks, stop the borrowing, and she will veto any spending bill that does not take us back to pre-COVID levels. She said the second thing she would do is take as many federal programs as she can and pass them down to the states. And she also spoke about needing to open up the middle class. Right now we're watching the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. That's why we're going to eliminate the federal gas and diesel tax in this country. We're going to cut taxes on the middle class and simplify those brackets. And we're going to make the small business tax cuts permanent. They made those temporary. They made the corporate tax cuts permanent. Let's make the small business tax cuts permanent. If they're the heartbeat of our economy, that's the way you save our economy. Haley also discussed the issues of the border. We will take what I did in South Carolina and we'll go national with it. We will do a national e-verify program and require businesses to show the people they hire are in this country legally. We will defund sanctuary cities once and for all and get rid of the safe havens around this country. We'll put 25,000 Border Patrol and ICE agents on the ground and let them do their job. And we will go back to the Remain in Mexico policy so that no one ever steps foot on U.S. soil. They have to process in Mexico. And instead of catch and release, we're going to go to catch and deport. That's the only way we stop what's happening on the border. Haley spoke about veterans and the need to take care of them for the rest of their lives. She said they should be able to go to the doctor or hospital of their choice. And when it comes to veterans' health care, I think the best way we deal with this is I think every member of Congress should have to get their health care from the VA. And you watch how fast that gets fixed. As far as education, Haley said every parent should be able to decide which school their child goes to. We need to get kids reading again, and we need to bring back vocational classes in the high school. And the Audubon County Secondary Roads Department says Swift Avenue is closed to through traffic between 340th and 350th Streets due to bridge repairs. The road will remain closed until bridge repairs are complete. More news online at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Eddie Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News.